0: Pastor Chooks Obina Ogoye Pastor Chooks is the lead pastor of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg. He's a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God and has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. Pastor Chooks has been involved and active in marketplace ministries. He's an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders he has taught and facilitated many leadership and entrepreneurship courses and seminars he is the host of broadcast programs on facebook youtube and several podcast channels living the life with pastor Chooks, the amazing power of woman thank god it's friday good evening welcome to an evening of sharing God's word, the sweet, good God's word, on the goodness of God. Um, tonight is episode 195. 195. We are sharing, experiencing the goodness of God is a choice, part four. We started this contemplation last week uh, around experiencing the goodness of God being a choice. The goodness of God just does not manifest in our lives even though god wants it i have to choose it even though god desires it for me i have to choose it i have to authorize it in my life so in any area of your life that you are not seeing the goodness of god manifest it's simply that you have not made the choice you have not made the choice you got to make the choice and then do what it takes to bring it there by your choice the choice and we 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 examined it last week and we said It's all about how you use your focus. How you use your focus. See, the Bible says the earth is filled with the goodness of the Lord. The earth is filled with the goodness of the Lord. And the Bible also says that we are living in an evil world. So which one do we believe? It's a choice. You can choose to believe that the earth is filled with the goodness of God and locking your attention to that. And then you start seeing goodness manifest. I explained it last week that your attention, your focus is like a funnel. like a pipe you know wherever you turn it you begin to manifest whatever you connected it to so if you turn it to god and to his goodness you it draws it's it, it it serves as a pipe and begins to draw the goodness of god and pour into your world and pour into your life and pour on people around you but if you turn your focus to the evil that is there and the enemy is always tempting us to cause us to see evil to cause us to to pick up on negative vibes and if you turn your focus on negative vibe that's what you're going to birth in your world and your life will be bereft of the goodness of God even though it is the will of God for you to experience his goodness so it's a choice and the reason why a lot of believers are not experiencing as much goodness as the father has desired for them is that they don't understand these spiritual principles we allow the enemy cause us to focus on the storm. We allow the enemy cause you to focus on what your spouse is not doing well, what the child is not doing well, what is not going well in the business. And what you focus on is what you channel and manifest. So, so instead of focusing on the things that are not going well, the things that they are not doing well, why don't you focus on the promises of God in that area? Do what, God, what has God promised in his word concerning your marriage? What has God promised in His Word concerning that child, concerning your finances? You can focus on the lack and keep complaining about the lack. It's a choice. And guess what? What you focus on is what you manifest, is what you is what you pour out into your world. So experiencing the goodness of God is an absolute choice that every believer has to make every second of the day. You see, what you are experiencing in your body is a symptom. If you focus on that symptom, and you keep you know drawing on that symptom with your focus you are going to manifest sickness in your body you're going to manifest it and it's going to overwhelm your body leading to death but the bible says (laughs) you will experience the goodness of god in your body in fact you are one with the risen christ meaning your body has been redeemed from sickness from disease bible says that jesus took away your sickness and your disease he's taking it away so the symptom is a lie so why are you focusing on a lie when you focus on a lie you birth a lie you manifest a lie you make a lie go worse when you focus on the goodness of god your focus on that which is good will eventually overwhelm the lie and uh, overrule it and abolish it Listen to me, that what I'm saying to you is the truth. You focus on the goodness of God, the goodness of God will come through and it will overcome and overwhelm whatever lie that is in your life. Listen to me. The Bible says we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are already blessed. Abundance is our portion. The Bible says he came that we may have life and we may have it more abundantly. He has already come and he has made life more abundant for us. So now, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the abundant life that he provided? Are you focusing on the circumstances in your life that are otherwise, that are contrary? It's a choice. So I choose to focus on the promise of God. I choose to focus on the face of Jesus. I choose to focus on what he has done for me by the sacrifice on the cross. And my attention is the pipe through which I draw goodness into my world see you say you know people say no i'm not enjoying my marriage what are you focusing on what are you focusing on yes no none of us married an angel (laughs) none of us angels are not allowed to marry none of us married an angel we are all married human beings who are imperfect i am not perfect you know we are all married people who are work in progress we are we are all flawed in one way or the other you can choose to focus on the flaws of your spouse and forget about everything every other thing that is good in their lives and they are doing and you focus on their flaws and what you focus on is what you magnify is what you amplify and that's what you manifest is a choice meaning that you can experience the goodness of god in your marriage is a choice you can choose to focus on the one little thing that he's doing good. And you focus on it, and you focus on it, and you keep, you know, speaking it. And then you're going to see that what you focus on begins to grow and multiply in your life and overwhelm the things that, that you don't want. In other words, do not focus on what you don't want. That's a lesson we learned from Peter walking on water. He focused on the storm. The storm is what he didn't want. The storm was exactly what he didn't want. But he focused and he took his eyes from Jesus, focused on the storm. And guess what? He started drowning. Because when you focus on death, you will have death. When you focus on life, you will have life. So why don't you focus on life? Focus on life. Focus on love. Focus on light. Focus on the good things. And keep keep your focus there. And I said it. One of the ways we keep our focus is we use our mouth to control our focus. We use our mouth to control our focus. And the Spirit of God ministered to me today that we must go deeper into that area. How we use our mouth to control our focus. How we use our mouth to maintain our focus. Isaiah chapter 50 verse 7. He said, I have set my face as a flint. The Lord is my helper and the Lord is helping me. I shall not be put to shame how do i set my face as a flint on an end on a destination i use my mouth i use my mouth to control my focus i use my mouth to control my attention these are tools that god has given to us but the enemy wants you to focus on the storm focus on the sickness focus on the lack focus on the money that is not there and focus on the bills focus on the invoices that are coming through that needs to be settled and focus on the emptiness of the account that's the wrong way is a choice that's the wrong thing to put your mind on why don't you focus on the promise of god the promise of god says my god shall supply all your needs the promise of god says the lord is my shepherd i shall not want the lord shall provide for everything that I need. The young lion may suffer one, but those that trust in the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Why don't you focus on that? Why don't you channel your focus, your attention on those promises of provision and watch provision supernaturally manifest? That's how the goodness of God manifests. Watch God make a way in the high sea. A highway in the Red Sea, sorry. Watch God do it. But if you allow your focus, focus on the negativities, then you are going to birth negativities. And you wonder, why am I not experiencing the goodness of God? You made a choice why, where you have put your focus. So, so, so I want to show you something today. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 11. Let's start from there. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. You're going to be blessed today. It says, by faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith, we understand that the words were framed by the Word of God. The words, the worlds were framed by the Word of God. that things which are seen, all the things you see in the world, were made not with, from visible things, they were made with words. God made things with words. Now now, now go to Genesis chapter one. God made things with words. He spoke them into existence. Look at this. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. He says, Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Verse 4. And God saw the light that it was good. The first time we saw the goodness of God manifested, how did God manifest it? He spoke it. The first time. This is verse 4. Is the first time we saw the goodness of God show forth. And it was good. And God saw that it was good. That's an expression. That's a manifestation of his goodness. He saw that it was good. How did God manifest goodness? By speaking. So when I learn to manage my focus. And I speak. I speak in line with the right things I'm supposed to focus on. I focus on life. I focus on the promise of God. I focus on the things that God has spoken in his word concerning my life, concerning my health, concerning my finances, concerning my marriage, concerning my ministry. I focus on those things and I begin to say them. Why? I am made in the image and in the likeness of God. God focused on what he wanted and he spoke it and goodness manifested. Remember, look at this in, 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 in Genesis. The Bible says, In verse 2, the earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. There was darkness everywhere. God did not focus on the darkness. There was without form and without void everywhere. Shapelessness. You know, emptiness. That's what a void is. Emptiness, shapelessness. That's what was there. Darkness. But God did not focus on it. He did not channel his mind on it. What did he do? He channeled his mind on light. And then spoke light. And light came out and goodness manifested. He didn't start complaining. Hey, look at the darkness everywhere. Hey, no. All he did was acknowledge that there is light inside this darkness. The Bible says the God who calls light out of darkness. There is light inside that darkness. Can I tell you something? There is light inside whatever darkness you are feeling now, you're, 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 you're experiencing. There is light inside that darkness. There's light inside that e health. There's good health inside. Ah, yeah, yeah. Inside that lack, there is light. There is abundance inside it. It's a choice which one you see, it's a choice which one you focus on. Because inside the darkness is light bible said god calls light out 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 of darkness and he did so inside that dark situation in your marriage there's light there it's a choice if you are going to see it and call it out or you are going to focus on the darkness inside that situation with that child there is light there it's a dark situation but there's light there it's a choice to see the light It's a choice to see the goodness. It's a choice. If you don't see it, you won't call it. And if you don't call it, you won't manifest. That's what we're saying. So, can you see God applying these same principles that we are sharing since last week? Darkness was there. Void was there. Emptiness was there. You know, uh, shapelessness, formlessness was there. But God did not focus on those. What did he do? He focused on what he wanted. He knew that light can come out of darkness. Do you know that light can come out of darkness? Do you know that the goodness of God is hidden in that mess? Oh, ya kalabosa. Do you know that the goodness of God is hidden in that mess? That very mess has the goodness of God right there. It's a choice to see it and focus on it and call it out. Or oh, I speak good health to you. I speak supernatural provision to you. In the midst of the lack, the abundance of God is right available. It's a choice. Are you going to experience the lack and continue to experience the lack? Or are you going to change the circumstance by seeing the good, seeing the abundance that is there? It takes a certain kind of thinking to see abundance in the midst of the lack. To see provision in the midst of 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 not enough to see abundant provision in the midst of not enough is there by the spirit is there but if you don't if you're not trained to to know about the goodness of god listen the bible said the earth is filled with the goodness of god the earth is filled with the goodness of god but you need to train your thinking to actually agree with that word to actually agree with that word and call it into existence the earth is filled. Your life is filled. Your world is filled. That's, I just quoted to you, I think it's some 33 verse 5. Your world is filled with the goodness of God. But you need to see it clearly, focus on it, and then speak it with your mouth. Speak it with your mouth. And you know that, you know, it, all through Genesis. Look at another one. Genesis 1, 6, and then 10. Then God said, let there be a Firmament in the midst of the Waters, and let it divide the waters From the waters. And then verse 10 And God called the dry land earth And the gathering together Of the waters he called seas. And God Saw that it was good. Did you see? The second manifestation of the goodness of God It was by speaking It was by speaking So, so God saw Then God spoke God, God spoke and he Saw that it was good he spoke it so so it's a choice how you lock in your attention and then use your mouth the goodness of the experience of the goodness of god which was what god was experiencing here the experience experience of the goodness of god comes by speaking what are you saying what are you saying are you grumbling about the financial situation or are you speaking it allow your focus to meditate, to lock in on the goodness of God and then speak it with your mouth. And when your focus is struggling, listen, when your focus is struggling to latch in on the goodness of God, you use your mouth and begin to speak it anyhow. You begin to speak it anyway. And then you find that with your mouth, your attention latches on again. (laughs) with your mouth your attention redirects your focus your mouth redirects your focus locks in on your focus and it begins to come through hallelujah I see the same thing in verse 11 then God said I'm reading Genesis 1 11 God said let the earth bring forth grass the herb that yields seed and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind whose seed is in itself on the earth and it was so And then verse 12, and he says, And the earth brought forth grass, and the herb that yielded seed, according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself, according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. And God saw that it was good. Did you see that? So all the goodness that we see, and the, the pattern follows. All the goodness that we see, it's as a result of god locking his attention on the goodness and then speaking it with his mouth i do you want to experience the goodness of god in your finances in your work in your business in your marriage with your child you got to lock in your focus see it and then use your mouth to speak it use your mouth to speak it look at proverbs chapter chapter 18 verse 21 proverbs 18 21 The word the word says death and life are in the power of the tongue Death and life are in the power of the tongue Those who love it will eat its fruit Death and life are in the power of the tongue I would be inclined to think that death speaks of no goodness and life speaks of goodness but it is in the power of the tongue it's in the power of the tongue so so what are you using your mouth to say if you close your mouth you close your destiny if you close your mouth you close the experience of the goodness of god if you close your mouth and you're not saying anything and you are complaining in your heart that's what you're going to be seeing manifest and out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so so if you're meditating on anything other than the goodness of god inadvertently whether you know it or not it's going to come out of your mouth so so when you are looking at you know what your spouse is doing what are you meditating on are you meditating on their bad behavior are you meditating on the promises of God concerning your marriage it, it's a discipline it's a discipline that you got to train yourself when you're looking at the business are you looking at the non-performance of the business or are you looking at the promises of God regarding that business for you What did God speak to you when you went to start the business? What is the promise of God regarding prosperity? That should be what you are supposed to focus on. Not on the things you don't want. You need to dwell on what God spoke. You need to dwell on what God promised. You need to dwell on what God told you. And then allow your mouth to voice it. Use your mouth to speak it into existence. Use your mouth to call health use your mouth to call finances use your mouth to call happiness joy and happiness use your mouth to call love in that marriage it's a loveless marriage right now it's a loveless marriage but do you know you can call love out of lovelessness because god calls light out of darkness you can call love out of lovelessness so what are you using your mouth to do it's up to you it's a choice the experience of the goodness of god You use your mouth to speak it. Ephesians chapter 4. Look at verse 29. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Ephesians 4, 29. Ephesians 4, 29. I read. It says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. Let nothing other than the goodness of God proceed out of your mouth. Let nothing that is corrupt, let nothing that is anti-goodness come out of your mouth. But what is good? But what is good for necessary edification? So your mouth is the channel for the birthing of goodness in your life. For the birthing of goodness in your experience. For the birthing of goodness in your encounters. But what is good? For necessary building up of others, that it may impart grace to the hearers. So, do not allow your mouth to speak things that are not good. That's what the scripture is saying. If we're going to have goodness, it's because we breathed it with our mouth. God breathed goodness into the world with his mouth. And we are made in the image and likeness of God. So we are going to birth goodness into our own world with our mouth. God says, do not allow corrupt things. Do not allow anything less than goodness to come out of your mouth. Your mouth is supposed to be a channel for the outpouring of the goodness of God. It's a choice. It's a choice. Are you going to use your mouth to birth goodness? Are you going to use your mouth to birth evil? Don't let your mouth repeat that, that, that phrase. That the doctor said about your body, about your health, about the health of the child. Don't let your mouth speak it. Use your mouth to speak healing. Use your mouth to speak wellness. Use your mouth to speak wholeness. Use your mouth to declare you shall live and not die. Use your mouth to say it. Use your mouth to declare abundance manifest in our finances. Our bills are paid. Every debt is canceled and sorted out. Use your mouth to say it. Proverbs chapter twelve, verse six. Proverbs twelve, verse six. The word says, in verse six of Proverbs, he says, "The words of the wicked are lie in wait for blood." Can you see that? The words of the wicked. You are not the wicked. You are. You are. You are a a a a Carrier of the goodness of God, you are a container, a reservoir of the goodness of God. You are not a, the wicked. The words of the wicked are lying in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright will deliver them. The mouth of the upright, your deliverance is in your mouth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Your deliverance from lack is in your mouth. Your deliverance from sickness is in your mouth. Your deliverance from Constant rancor and fighting and quarreling in your marriage is in your mouth. Your, Your deliverance from the naughtiness of that child is in your mouth. The mouth of the upright will deliver them. So if you find yourself stuck in a situation, stuck in a rot, stuck in a redundancy, your deliverance is in your words. Stop repeating the redundancy with your mouth. It's a choice. Stop repeating the redundancy in your mouth. Use your mouth to speak your deliverance. Use your mouth to speak your deliverance. Verse 18. Proverbs chapter chapter 12, verse 18. He says, There is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. The tongue of the wise promotes health. Meaning the tongue of the foolish, blood sickness. So when you are foolish, your mouth will birth sickness. Your mouth will speak speak ill. Your mouth will create divorce. Your mouth will create fighting. Your mouth will create non-performance. Because you're not wise. But when you're wise, your mouth, your words will promote health. Health, physical health, financial health, relationship health. Your Health comes out of the mouth. That's what the Bible says. But the tongue of the wise promotes health. So health comes from the mouth. You got to use your mouth wisely. Use your mouth wisely. Look at Proverbs chapter thirteen verse two. Proverbs chapter thirteen verse two. Look at this. It says, "A mouth, a man, sorry, shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth. A man shall eat well." By the fruit of his mouth. Another scripture in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 14, says, A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. A man will be satisfied with good. Can you see that? Goodness comes out of the mouth. If we're talking about the experience of the goodness of God, it comes out of the mouth. Look at it. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 14. A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. So if your marriage is going to be good, it is by the fruit of your mouth. If your finances are going to be good, it's by the fruit of your mouth. What are you saying? What are you saying? Uh, You are not saying anything. You are not saying anything and you are expecting goodness to show. You are not saying anything about your body and you are expecting goodness to show. You are not saying anything about your health and you are expecting goodness to show. No. You got to say it. You got to say it. Healing, wholeness comes out of the mouth. A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. Hallelujah. So, a man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth. A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth. You got to use your mouth well. You got to use your mouth well. Look at uh, Lamentations chapter 3, verse 37. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 37. Um, Lamentations 3.37. He says, Who is he who speaks and it comes to pass when the Lord has not commanded it? Who is he who speaks and it comes to pass when the Lord has not commanded it? Can you see? The Lord commands it, but he wants us to speak it. So if God commands it and I don't speak it, it will not come to pass. So the Lord commands it. This is where that meditation and contemplation and focus comes in. Because in my meditation, I hear the voice of God. And then I speak it. And there is is manifestation. So in my contemplation, in my meditation, I hear what God is saying. And what I hear in my spirit, I speak it out with my mouth and it establishes. But if the Lord has not commanded it, I cannot speak it and get results. So this is why I'm saying you focus. Focus is meditation. Meditation is focus. Focus on the goodness of God. Focus on the promises of God. Stay with it. Ruminate on it. And that rumination will allow the word of God to come out of your mouth. And as you speak it, there will be a manifestation. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 13. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 13. Look at the Bible. It says, These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. So, so the Holy Spirit, in your meditation, in, in what you focus your mind on, the Holy Spirit builds thoughts in your head, thoughts in your heart, and then you use your mouth to speak it. So when you meditate on the promises of God, when you meditate on the word of God, when you meditate on what God said to you concerning the business, concerning the, 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 the your career, concerning your marriage, concerning your health, concerning the child, concerning your relationship status, in any area of your life that you are expecting to see the goodness of God, your mind has to lock in. And then the Holy Spirit will speak to you as you meditate on the word of God. Stay meditating on the word of God until you hear what God is saying and then you speak it with your mouth. And then it will come to pass. Isaiah chapter 59 verse 21. Isaiah 59 verse 21. Look at the Bible uh, there. It says, Isaiah 59 verse 21 yes he said as for me says the lord this is my covenant with them my spirit who is upon you and my words which i have put in your mouth can you see that my words which I have put in your mouth the lord puts his words in your mouth by your meditation by your meditation if you're not meditating on what the promises of god you're not going to hear what god is saying So so you see, you got to control your thinking and then the words of God are bettered in your mind and then you speak it with your mouth and there's a manifestation. You're only going to experience the goodness of God because you meditated on the goodness of God. You're locked in your focus on the goodness of God and then the Spirit of God speaks to you in your meditation and then you speak it with your mouth and there will be a manifestation. He says, My Spirit who is upon you And my words which are put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your descendants, nor from the mouth of your descendants' descendants, says the Lord, from this time and forever. The only way we perpetuate a legacy of the goodness of God is to understand these principles, practice them, and then teach our children. And then our children's children. And then it stays in our lineage. We are a generation of people who experience the goodness of God non-ending. Hallelujah. So, so, God is expecting you to understand this principle, begin to practice it, and then teach your children. And then your children's children, pass it on. That we focus on the goodness of God, then we speak it with our mouth. That's how we keep a tradition and a legacy of the manifestation of the goodness of God in our experience. Hallelujah! My last scripture for for this evening, Second Samuel chapter twenty three verse two. 2 cha- Samuel chapter twenty three verse two. I'm going to fold the curtain there for tonight. I hope you got the exten- ex- essence of what the Spirit of God is saying to us tonight. Second Corinth, Second Samuel, sorry, twenty three verse two. He says, "The Spirit of the Lord." Spoke by me. The spirit of the Lord spoke by me. And his word was on my tongue. The spirit of the Lord spoke by me. How does God birth his goodness in our lives? He speaks by us. When I speak what I heard in my meditation. What I heard when I put my mind on the promises of God. When I speak it with my mouth. I, I birth the goodness of God. The Spirit of God speaks by me. So so if goodness is going to manifest in your life, the Spirit of God will speak it by you. So when you speak that which the Spirit of God is saying in your heart, you use your mouth to vocalize it, you birth it, and when you birth it, you experience it. So the experience of the goodness of God is a choice. Is a choice on what you meditate on, and a choice. What you speak with your mouth. I'm done for tonight. I hope. I hope you got it. I hope you got the principle. Start now. Start now. Begin to practice. Begin to speak. Begin to meditate. Begin to focus, and let. And in your focus, in your meditation, in your thinking, and 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 dwelling on the goodness of God, the spirit of God will kick in words to you, and then you speak it with your mouth, and then you begin to experience awesome manifestations. Of the goodness of God, Hallelujah! I'm done. God bless you. We we'll continue tomorrow evening, um, 7 p.m. South African time. And you know what? Because these things are available online, it's there on YouTube. You can listen to it any time of the day. You can direct friends to it. You don't have to wait till 7 p.m. You any time of the day, you're gonna see these teachings. They are there on on our youtube channel you know we also have them on our podcast channel on spotify on you know google podcast and breaker you go there look for um, living the life with pastor chucks understanding the goodness of god and you're going to find these teachings listen to them and and share them widely let your friends and family begin to understand these principles of life so that your whole world will be filled with the goodness of god experiencing the goodness of god is a choice We'll continue tomorrow good night god bless you there comes a time in your life when you need a change an upgrade you need upliftment you need lasting results you just want your life to be real you need your life to be meaningful deep full purposeful and easy you're looking for enlargement amplification increase strengthening you're looking for growth in your life you want leverage strategic advantage gain and favor ability to influence clout and strength join us at resurrection life church every sunday visit our website.reslife.org.za for more information make this year your year of being real embrace rapid enlargement and leverage it is your time